yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Facts versus Rhetoric. I'd like to thank everyone joining us today. Um, we're going to start a Connecting the Dots series. This is part one. We'll call this one the intro. We are 95 episodes in here at Facts versus Rhetoric, and I've spent the last year trying to spark some curiosity in you, the listener, to look into things for yourself, think critically, and try to give you some tools to sort through the bullshit. During the last year, I've tried to pull back the curtain on subjects that may seem random, but are all connected in some way to try to illustrate the lengths they go through to keep you uninformed or misinformed and angry and demoralized and poor and dependent on them. And I think now is a good time to tell you what I think, what I am concerned about. I wanted to try and demonstrate to you over the last 95 episodes that I am somewhat of a free thinker, that I'm skeptical of pretty much everything. I try really hard to have my actions match my words. And of course, some of my views have changed over time, and I think everyone's needs to, right, based on the learning of new information or by having conversations with people who think differently than me and in your own personal experiences. All those things should constantly be updating what you believe, what you think. It should be a dynamic process rather than a, than a static one. And just a quick example, I mean, over the past decade, my political ideology has changed multiple times. I have gone from identifying as a traditional Republican when I knew very little about politics, all I knew is that I was a business owner and I worked really hard for my money and I was enticed by tax cuts and people pulling their own weight. In my mind, I was the wagon puller who was voting for people who I thought would not add any more people to the wagon I was pulling. I was naive as fuck. I did absolutely nothing to be better informed, right? I would vote and then never check on what the hell I voted for. How did that work out for me, my family, my state, country? Didn't scoreboard a freaking thing. I had no way to hold anyone accountable. I didn't know how anything worked. And the biggest advantage that I had during those dark times was that I didn't watch the news. So I was uninformed, which looking back was actually better than being what you thought was informed, but you were really just misled by the propaganda disguised as news and information. Fox or CNN, it did not matter. Consumers of these products were told what their advertisers wanted you to know. You were not given the facts or both sides of a story and encouraged to make up your own mind. And at some point, I think in 2015-ish, I was lucky enough to hear Jimmy Dore being interviewed on Joe Rogan's podcast. Now, Jimmy Dore is a comedian. He has his own YouTube show, and he's a real progressive. And in watching this couple-hour interview, I learned a lot about progressive politics and the progressive movement. I watched as that movement got adopted and then ultimately hijacked by the Democratic Party. And I watched them screw over Bernie Sanders in 2016. Now, the big takeaway I got from Jimmy that changed my life was I heard someone being skeptical of his own party on the biggest podcast in the world. He was laying out legitimate criticisms and holding the elected officials accountable for their words that did not have any action behind them. In addition to his skepticism, he was calling out the media for running interference for the politicians. That's when I started to learn about access journalism, what that is and how to identify it. 
right? Access journalism is where journalists do these softball interviews, ask these lame questions to politicians, celebrities, to people in power, so they can continue to have the privilege of interviewing them again in the future. It became obvious to me it was more about curating a narrative and not holding power accountable, right? We talk about this a lot, but any journalist who tried to ask tough questions or do their job was fired. And if they weren't, that poor elected official or celebrity or person of power who had to face some tough questions would not grant whatever agency they worked for another interview again. So they basically just rendered them irrelevant. The more I learned about how things work, the more I realized how much we are lied to on a daily basis. And that's on purpose. It's to keep us divided and fighting each other over fucking irrelevant and made-up social issues. You know, the definitions of words started to change. The truth became harder to decipher. More and more things came out of nowhere with instant popularity. And what felt like the public's overwhelming consensus... And they usually had just enough victim status to not be criticized or even looked at objectively, let alone critically. And that's when my internal alarm clock started to go off. First, it was the not being able to question anything alarm. Then the censorship alarm was triggered. And pretty soon, the all-too-familiar pattern of tyranny started to become very obvious. And... Here's the point in the conversation where my family members or people that don't know me would say, Nick, you're being dramatic. And, and if you have these similar thoughts about my concerns, I mean, it's totally fair. You know, we, we, we do have to remember that you and I have not seen any hard times. You and I have become used to the way things are, the safe things, all the good shit just works out. We've all become used to that. And because of that complacency, you and I could not have envisioned our world changing for the worst. And if you think I'm being dramatic and hyperbolic, then here is where you and I differ. Because not only do I feel like we're heading in the wrong direction as a nation and as a world for that matter, but I don't see any good reason to not take this seriously. So I want you to think about that for a moment. If I'm right, and there is a reason to be concerned, what does that even mean? Well, it means that you have to come to terms with the fact that things can go bad if we let them. That's it. I'm not saying we need to start digging an underground bunker. I'm saying the easiest way to combat any of the potential evil in this world is with self-respect and not doing the bidding of the few to help enslave the many. I hope that makes sense because you can't hear these scary words and dismiss it without thinking about that. And COVID, this last almost three years, has given us a trial run and we failed. Okay, we showed them we are controllable with fear. We will obey in advance. We will enforce shit on their behalf. We will forget our professional ethics. We will be unaware of the one-party state. We will not take responsibility for our words or gestures. And also, we won't take responsibility for the absence of our words and gestures. We will not stand out. We will not speak out. We will not believe in truth. We will not investigate. 
We will not make eye contact and small talk with our neighbors. We will not practice corporal politics. We will not establish a private life. We will not contribute to good causes. We will not listen to our peers in other countries who are trying to warn us. We will not be patriots. And finally, we will not be courageous as we can. We will, however, blindly support the next big thing we are told to support if you consider yourself a good person, right? White women will blindly support Black Lives Matter without any idea of what the fucking goal is of the movement. Straight people will blindly support the trans movement without any idea of what the fuck it is and what they're advocating for. Americans will blindly support arming Ukraine without any cry for their own country to broker a peace deal that could be done tomorrow if they really wanted to. Otherwise, smart people will blindly support fighting an unprovable climate crisis at their own peril. We showed the few that they can control the many during COVID. And again, if I am right, and we are fighting this war without most of us even knowing we're in one, all you have to do is think for yourself. Be critical. Be skeptical. Do not obey in advance. And do not. Repeat, do not under any circumstances go along with any ideas based on a falsehood or lie. End of sentence. Repeat the line. All you have to do is think for yourself, be critical, be skeptical, do not obey in advance, and do not, under any circumstances, go along with an idea based on falsehood. That's it. And that's if I'm right. Okay, so it's a very easy action step if Nick's worst case scenario is correct. Action step to solve it, to prevent it, easy. But what if I'm wrong? And God, wouldn't that be amazing? We also have to consider this possibility, right? If I am wrong and you do all those things I'm advocating for, what did you lose? You thought for yourself, you were critical, you were skeptical, you did not obey in advance, and you did not under any circumstances go along with any idea based on a falsehood. So even if I am wrong, you still win. But the danger that I need everyone to acknowledge if I've earned a shred of credibility over the last year is this. If I am right and you do not hold up your end of the bargain, then we're all fucked. My kids, your kids. My friends, your friends. My family, your family. And that to me is fucking unacceptable and also 100% avoidable. Okay, I didn't make this shit up. All of the tyrannies in the world have been ended with self-respect. The many have the real power. The few only have the power we give them. We find ourselves in a time where I'm saying to you, I think the few are abusing their power over the many. And if we don't pay attention and acknowledge that and do these simple steps to combat it, we're fucked. That's all I'm telling you. And right or wrong, if we do these action steps, I think we win either way. I've been trying to point out that at every turn, the few in power have screwed you over, have made your lives harder, and they've convinced you that it's your neighbor's fault. And that is why I'm here, talking into a microphone in an empty fucking office on a rainy Monday, because I believe that. I am a fan of history and believe that 
History does not repeat, but it does instruct. We have plenty of historical examples of how this will end up if we let it happen. This podcast started out as a way for me to, you know, have an outlet for my mental health and to hopefully help people just see what I was seeing. And what I was seeing is we were just being lied to. And it was preventing us from making any progress on solving any of our problems that we all agree are problems. I'm not claiming to be right about everything. I'm not advocating for you to think how I think and do what I do. I'm not profiting financially from this project. Every dollar I spend to do this comes out of my pocket. I sacrifice my valuable time to hopefully make a difference. And although I don't benefit financially from this project, I am hoping my kids will benefit from what I'm doing, that that's become my new motivation. So in the next few episodes, I will try and connect the dots for you. Okay, it's very important. You need to understand what the few are trying to do to the many. And once you know what their goal is, then the events that unfold and the responses from those events are not random and unrelated. So buckle up, challenge yourself to take this seriously, because again, right or wrong, you still win. I haven't asked any of you for shit during this past year other than feedback on the content I was providing, but that ends today. I'm asking you to take this seriously. I'm asking you to share this with someone and challenge them to take it seriously. Act as if. That's right, I just dropped a little boiler room on you. Act as if we are in a fight for our freedoms. Right or wrong, you'll still win. I promise I'm only asking you to take this seriously. Think for yourself. Be critical. Be skeptical. Do not obey in advance and do not under any circumstances go along with an idea based on falsehood. Why is that, Nick? Because the only thing that can result of that is human suffering. Everything downstream of an idea that's based on a lie leads to suffering. Not sure how to do any of that? Talk with your friends, your family, your neighbors. Email me. I just did 95 episodes on exactly what we're talking about. You can't give up because it feels like it's too much. Or you, you can't deal with it. That's what they're counting on. And I'm counting on you to cowboy the fuck up and do your part. I'm not asking you for your money. I'm not asking you for a vote. I'm asking you to stop acting like a mystic from the dark ages and stop believing in things without any reason, evidence, or skepticism. Think for yourself, be critical, be skeptical, do not obey in advance, and under no circumstances go along with an idea based on falsehood. Act as if you can guarantee your way of life, your liberty, and your pursuit of happiness by simply using your own critical thought. The first topic on the Connecting the Dots series will be an overview of what they want to accomplish. Then we'll get into how they are doing that. So I hope you're all up for the challenge. And just one last very important point. Every time you hear the phrase conspiracy theory or you're tempted to say that phrase, do me a favor, replace the word conspiracy with coincidence. Then explore the coincidence theory. 
Explore all the coincidences in whatever you're about to say after that. Be skeptical. Look at it. Look into it. Ask any good detective and they will tell you that there is no such thing as coincidences. Apply that skepticism to the things that they are trying to dismiss as crazy conspiracy theorists. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back shortly with an overview of what they're trying to do. And then we will connect the dots and hopefully we'll all see what a lot of people are seeing and are worried about. And again, we don't need to do anything other than think for ourselves, use our critical thinking, be skeptical, don't obey in advance, and get used to not going along with an idea based on falsehood. Is it?